0: Are we recording? hmm Are you sure?
1: Yep. I'm positive.
0: Is the camera recording?
1: Camera's recording. Okay. Yay! Welcome back to another episode of Stay Open. I'm your host, Arletta, and today I am joined by a very special guest. He has been on before. He is his <laughs> own proclaimed podcast host. <laughs> and i wanted to bring him back to talk about one of my favorite topics relationships and the last one was so fabulous we've already recorded a podcast before called long distance formula Please welcome to my lovely podcast, my husband hello, Zach Cohen. Hello,
0: hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me.
1: I am so excited to have Thanks you. Thanks for
0: having me on your on your busy schedule. I traveled far and wide to
1: <laughs> to come here. To, to
0: come here, yeah. I went yeah. from the bedroom to the studio.
1: So a long it's, way. it's a
0: long way. Uh, so thank you for booking me in advance because we all know how busy we both are. So. <laughs> Zach and I actually
1: have a joke about our apartment because it's one long hallway. Hallway, basically, <laughs> that whenever we have to walk to the other side of our apartment, like our study or our guest bedroom, we always say, "Bye, see you later, we'll see you it's tomorrow." It takes so long
0: going down the football field, <laughs> going across the fucking apartment. Yeah, because
1: it actually takes a couple steps to get at there at least
0: at least eight to ten <laughs> seconds it's a long time <laughs> no it's a, long, it's a long, time.
1: long time um okay so i guess for people watching i should probably explain i feel very hugh hefner in yeah, this I feel, outfit i feel
0: like i'm i'm your your pimpy or what's what is a <laughs> <laughs> <My> what <laughs> like pimp.
1: you're my pimp.
0: no you're my pimp so i pin what does that make me uh my hooker
1: (laughs) i don't know my prostitute my my baby that's that's what i feel
0: right now my doll i don't know the slang okay
1: the streets are i'm too old now (laughs) (laughs) but i'm wearing a robe because i wanted to be relaxed and this is my fucking bitch robe from bitch bible podcast one of my favorite podcasts jackie
0: shimble Okay, no need to plug them. We I do. I need to pl- <laughs> She always says
1: no plugs on her show, but I'm plugging that bitch because okay, I great. fucking love her. Great. Anyways, I'm wearing that. It's one of my favorite robes, feeling very hue with it, um, and drinking some wine because I've had a day.
0: Nah, I've had a day.
1: <laughs> Every time Zach comes home and he's like, you know, obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw I posted him just being a fucking utter badass yesterday falling out of the sky which he normally he'll eye roll to truly because he hates it but i think he's a badass so he has a hard day he's like running miles and lifting heavy weights and dealing with fucking algorithms al-
0: algorithms all mathematical
1: day long. equations all day long. problem solving <laughs> for people's lives and i'm over here like who knows could be many things i'm not going to talk down about myself but you definitely some days i'm like i've had a day you've had
0: a day and you're like oh have you have you just had a day (laughs) always i have it's it's so hard being here it's hard you know some days it It, is some days it's hard i've seen it firsthand (laughs) it's fucking scary
1: okay so let's get into this episode because i'm very excited to have you here as much as this is like obviously for my listeners or just for my podcast like this means a lot to me and it's I always talk about how content creating for me is like creating a memory on online it's like my little digital memory book so I think it's gonna be really cool to have this out there that we can listen to for years to come Um, but I really wanted to so for your birthday Zach and I are both Pisces He's a Pisces man. I saw a post on social media the other day that said, nothing's better than a Pisces
0: man. And I stand by well, that. What does that even, what the fuck does that even mean? You
1: just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could say there's nothing better than a Sagittarius man. No, no, there's, no.
1: I mean, you yeah. could, but that's just not true. I,
0: of course it's not. Because Pisces
1: men are so emotionally in tune. Mm. And you still have your dude moments, don't get me wrong. You still have moments where I'm like, God, you're such a fucking guy. Like, you just don't get it.
0: It's just because I'm the most masculine <laughs> male you've ever met in your <laughs> No, <life. laughs> but that's what I mean is you
1: are a lot more emotionally in tune than most men. And it adds to your maturity level. And it's honestly why I think when we started dating again, I was like never going to let go. Because you're, I just already knew you were that far more. Okay, I can't talk. That more far ahead from other men in their maturity level. There's just level.
0: nothing better than a Pisces man.
1: And there's just nothing better. Clearly. You're just, you're the, you're <laughs> like the fucking power puffs, like sugar, spice, everything nice. You're like emotional, relatable, <laughs> caring. You're, we have the same love language. Happy And you always show your love because you wear your heart on your sleeve because you're a Pisces man. And that's, I just fucking love it. Some people can't handle that. But anyway,
0: anyway, anyway, for my birthday.
1: Okay. For your, thank you. Bring me back. So for your birthday, I posted a little love message on Instagram and I posted a video that you hadn't even seen.
0: And I I didn't know that. I had not seen it.
1: I didn't know that. Truly.
0: It was very, very emotional. I I loved it. Really? Yeah, I loved it's it. It's such a
1: good video. Yeah. It's one of those things that I wish Harry Potter picture frames and like the picture moving actually existed in real life. I guess you hypothetically. You can get like you
0: can get like they're like nine ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah. they like, you just like plug in. Okay, a, maybe like, I a need a slideshow. That.
1: And then I can put it on a loop.
0: Yes. You loop it and then it slideshows. It's, I want yeah. it on a
1: loop. Yeah. I want a Harry Potter that fucking Easy. video. Easy. Okay, make it happen. Easy. Um But anyways, it was a video from a very special day, Zach and I's wedding, our marriage. 10, 10, 20. 10, 10, 20 on them titties, bitch. 10, 10, 20. 10, 10, 20. Not only is that so healing for my OCD, so truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is just, (laughs) I didn't even realize how symmetrical it was. Uh, Oh my God. It's stunning. Not why I planned it that way.
1: No. No. But we'll get but. into that. We'll get into that. So I thought, because I've been hiding the secret from you for a long time. And by you, I mean my listeners. The, for the listeners. The listeners. No, but I mean, really, I've hid this from friends. I've hidden this from family. I've hidden this from my whole life and what's hard. And I've kind of, if you listen back, if you've heard all these episodes, you can kind of tell in them, like, I had a hard time being consistent on here and telling the truth because I push authenticity and like truthfulness here. And I felt like I was lying. I felt like I wasn't sharing a huge part of myself. And, you know, if you know me, I've been fucking taking notes the last how many months? We're still in the month period. We're not out of like two years yet. We've been married like. A year and a half. Almost. Well, no. October.
0: November, December, January, February, March, April. Literally, <gasps> literally in three weeks will be a month and a half.
1: Okay. So we've almost been married 18 or a year months. And a half. Yeah. But that's so crazy. But I've been taking notes for the first year of marriage. And I'm sure this is not, he might not always be here, but this is not the first nor the last time that I will talk about everything I've learned. But finally, I feel free. I feel like you know, I wanted to make it something special. Zach and I are, and we'll get to this, but Zach and I are having a wedding celebration yeah, um, this coming October. And we've kind of always planned it that way. So I wanted it to be told to the world in a sentimental way. And it means the literal most to me. And it was just such an incredible day. And I wanted to come on here and tell the story because it's truly my favorite thing and what better way to tell it than to have you on and hear it from your perspective. Where do
0: you you want to start?
1: I would like to start when you even, actually, yes, I want to take this opportunity to start by a question first. Okay. How, I think there's going to be a lot of people out here hearing about us and are maybe in a position where they're dating someone and they want that someone to ask them to marry them but they don't know when that's going to happen or if it's time or does he even think about that? Because I'm going to be honest, I really did not think you were there. I I thought that you and I would be like two more years. I think, I don't know, one of my friends had asked me pretty close to our proposal date, like, oh, when are you going to get married? And I was like, oh, probably two years. I did not think you were ready, let alone had you been planning it
0: for as long as you had. I'm a fucking planner. Fucking a, planner. A fucking planner.
1: So I want to ask for the women out there, if they're dating a man, how did you know that you were ready for that step?
0: Um, Well, I think there's an element of like the if you know, you know, Um, I but people are like, you know, when was the moment you knew you were going to propose or get married? And it was never when you know you know for sure but there is not like a at least for me there was not like a lightning bolt moment where i'm like now i'm ready i wasn't ready and now i am ready um there wasn't like a something that like tipped the scales for me it was more like it was more like filling up a glass that you weren't ready to drink yet Mm-mm. or like you were pouring a beer like from a can into a glass, and you're like, yeah. I don't want to drink it yet. I need to fill it up to the perfect amount. Okay. It's not like you can see in the glass where the liquid goes, and you're like, boom, that's I'm ready to drink. That's a fucking horrible analogy. It but, was just a feeling. But it was just like, ah, oh, that's perfect. It's like when you're pouring milk into your cereal. Yeah. You know the exact amount that goes into it. Yes. But you know when it's too much, and you know when it's not enough. Okay. But it's hard to tell without the cereal, like how much fucking milk you're putting in. Fuck yeah, that's a good analogy. That, that it a good with analogy. an Arletta analogy. Okay, so th- the one of my favorite authors, Simon Senek, who writes like what was his last book, The um, Infinite Game, um, and then he ra- wrote Eaters, Leaders Eat Last. Um, Start with why. He had this interview. I don't. It was might have been like GQ or something like that. He, yeah. They were asking him like. How do people know when is the right time to get married or propose or whatever? And for me, well, he said he made a comment. He's like, well, it's, it's the collection of all of the little things that matter to you most, because Arlie and I, a lot of our love stories, you probably you listeners probably know. All <laughs> um, we like a lot of our love story, um, a lot of it, you know, started in high school, but also like a good amount of it started um like in Europe when she came to visit me when I was stationed out there. Um, and, you know, the luxurious, crazy, wild European trips are in many ways like things I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life. The little things about why I love you so much are what added up over time to make me realize that I was ready to marry you. It was like, you know, like what Simon Sinek says. He's he says shit like you know when, when like you get up to get a glass of water and like you get, and you get me a glass of water without even asking me, or like you just like get food when you need to get food for us to eat, and <laughs> I, like it's not even a question to me, and like, and you, um and you like send me a text out of nowhere just to like check in on me at work and you take time out of your day to FaceTime me when we were 8 hours apart in in Europe um and you'll travel all the way across the fucking ocean um to see me um and you'll deal with two missed flights you'll deal with canceled you know logistical issues issues you'll you'll deal with all of that bullshit just to like come spend 6 days with me in Europe um and those things are like all of those things together, when you see them over and over and over again, it creates a pattern. And for me, when that pattern like proved itself to be consistent enough for me, I'm like, yeah, she's the fucking one. Um, so there is no, like for the women, there is no like thing that you're going to do or need to do. That is like the, the thing that is going to like push your dude, your man over the edge. I don't, I do not believe that such an act exists what I really think is true is that the connection you guys form and the patterns that you form. um, If he is not falling in love with those, then you've already lost him. Um, Mm. So those, those patterns, he's ultimately like you're falling in love with the smallest, littlest things because those things never go away. We're not always going to be able to travel to Europe. You know, for as long as we live, I fucking hope we will. But those <laughs> things do not happen every single day that keep us, you know, in love like yeah. we have been. Yeah. It's the little things that I was talking about that allow or that, you know, convince men like me to propose. That's yeah. how I knew when I was ready. When, when that, when all of those things That's added up answer. and I was like prepared to do that. Um, and I always think a part of me, like, I just kind of knew that, um, I always just kind of knew that I was like in love with you for forever, so that helps. Um, but uh, but it's hard. Like, I mean, it is still nerve wracking. Like, it is still like, oh fuck. Like, okay, like this is it. Yeah. Like this is it. I'm I'm committing, and it's yeah. not like she's gonna say no. Like we're gonna do this. Yeah. Um. So, but again, like you're um, I mean you're 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 taking a pretty fucking good bet you know, you're taking a bed. Um, And I took the best bet ever. So I love you.
1: Oh, I love Love you. you. (laughs) I love you. That was such a good answer. Perfect.
0: Perfect. It was a really good
1: answer. I think there's going to be some people who uh, that's hard to hear because some girls, and I think culturally we act as though you can do something specific to trap a man or to get a man to propose or I don't know. There's this really and like, weird.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. You to, interrupt yeah. me yeah. on <laughs> my <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. What
1: were you going to say? I was going to
0: say like, and like girls and women, it is not like subliminally messaging, like the ring that you want. It is not <laughs> like sending pictures of what you think your wedding dress needs to look like. It is not like setting a date on the counter to go like shop for engagement rings. Um, I don't know a single fucking man that enjoys that. Um, even though it might, like, that man might be the one that, like, you're committing with the rest of your life to, like, like, I didn't do any of that. Arlie not once ever, like, made, like, a marriage joke with me, not ever once. I mean, we knew, kind of had a feeling, but, um, and we had had serious conversations about it in the past, but, like, never once was she you know pressuring me um into like any of those decisions and that actually made the decision easier um mm-hmm. because then i knew it was all in my head and not something that she wanted like 60% and i wanted 40%. i knew that it was what i wanted.
1: Yeah. Which and is which be, is important
0: to men too, so.
1: Totally. And i i mean to be fair i did pretend to be mrs. Cohen to get the military discount on a rental car.
0: I think you'd be a fucking criminal if you <laughs> if you didn't, you know. I did. You'd be like criminal if you didn't. Use,
1: I for sure would make like little hints there, here, and there because here's the thing: he still needs to know that
0: that she's right. You're yeah. there, yes.
1: Um, or like you know, you know when you plan and it's long term and you're like,
0: oh shit, we're planning far out, but it's also like not a game. You're no, not like playing a game. You but know? a lot of girls yeah. play
1: it like a game. Yeah, it's not a game. And that's the yeah. thing is you said something that's so important, which is the natural little things of like our circadian circadian,
0: Circa- Circadian. Thank
1: you. Circadian rhythm of our relationship. Like you can't force that. And you can't per- if you're pretending in that, it's not who you really are, and that won't last forever. Yeah. So the fact that yeah, it might not all be glamorous all the time. And we certainly had such a beautiful love story up until our marriage, but and continued now. But I mean, it was a fairy tale for me. Yeah. And that's not always going to be there. And I think just everything we've been through the last year is such a testimony to that. You know, we've lived such a mundane in a way, a mundane life compared yeah. to when we were dating.
0: I mean, we spent two years long distance yeah. or traveling Europe.
1: Yes, like vacation which is mode. Which
0: is longer than we've spent living together in yes. America.
1: Yes, yeah, totally.
0: So the adjustment is like weird. Yeah. And very different. Totally. Um, but again, that's why you marry someone, because you go through, you sign up to go through everything together. It's, it's no something that a, I
1: really love i really really do love being married i love forever having like a buddy and maybe that's and obviously there's more to marriage but like truthfully i just was never the one in a relationship where i let them into every single aspect of my life i mean you are in every single aspect travel personal life business grocery I mean grocery shopping everything grocery with shopping, my car. Trips. Yeah. You know you're <laughs> you're in every bit of my life and it's like if I don't if I feel like I can't conquer something on my own I don't have to. And I yeah, absolutely love I that. I mean you
0: can open the door of your car yourself. I can. You just choose not to cuz I do it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> true you choose not to.
1: Very true. Okay, so with all of that being said, so you've now known that you wanted to get married. Mhm. Where did you go from there?
0: Um first I asked my mom Good to boy. help me pick out a ring because I cannot like and if this is you like I'll say it to your fucking face but <laughs> I cannot stand like We both
1: kind of feel strong. I cannot about
0: this. stand like men and women who shop for engagement rings together. It's inauthentic and It's fucking annoying Um, because if you really are together for forever, then upgrade the ring later and you guys can shop together and figure it out. Yeah. Great. If that's what you want to do, you want to renew your vows in 10 years and, and you get a big pay raise fucking somewhere and you want to like update your ring. Be my guest. That's awesome. But the engagement ring, the original engagement ring, like at its core is, it is a symbol of like one, the effort that a man puts in, That is, that has no impact on like his paycheck, first of all. Um, whatever third, half, and eighth rule of your one month salary, like that's no, no, whatever. Uh, like a ring that has no impact on or that has, that is not affected by a salary that has your vision in mind, that has like what you think she would like. Um, and you honestly, like men, you probably like, Odds are is you're not the, the odds of you not nailing the ring design are higher than you nailing it. I fucking nailed it. But the <laughs> odds of you, the odds of you designing a ring that is 100% to the standard of your fiance and eventual wife um, are low. But the important thing is, is that you put the effort into it. Um, if you need help, from someone like phone your mom friend. ask for it phone a friend fucking phone ask her, her friend ask her sister yeah. ask her friend yes. blah 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 yes. do what you need to do yes. but once you think you nail it and you pay for it and it's and it's all and it's in the box and it looks great and you present it to her it is also her like responsibility to be comfortable with the fact that it was like your best fucking shot and a representation of like your love for her and what you think she would like, and also want to wear on her hand every single day for the rest of her life. Um, so yeah. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of trust there.
1: God, I have so much to say. About and, that. There's a
0: lot of trust there, um, but like it breaks my heart to see a, a, like a man go through a ton of effort, mm. and then a woman. You s- literally see it on her face the second he opens up the ring box, and uh, she's not impressed. Yeah. That, like, breaks my heart. And, like, that might not be the kid. Well,
1: (laughs) I've always said, like, I would kind of joke because when we were – when we first dated in high school, and I think in the long-distance formula, we explain our relationship. So if you haven't heard that, maybe go listen to that and come back because I'm not going to get into those details per se. But I did want to say when we were in high school, he got me a ring as a gift for – Something. Something. I don't know. Maybe Christmas, maybe he presented it to me. I think he presented it to me before one of our dances. Um, but I kept this ring. I lost this ring. And then my mom found it at the bottom of my soccer bag, like five years in between. It was pretty crazy that I still even have this ring. Came back in my life. And then when we started dating, I just started wearing it again because it just means the world to me. And I thought it was cool. I still had it. And it's a sentimental thing and it still fit my finger. Thank God. Um, and so I always joked with him, like, I've worn this $9 little.
0: Literally. I bought it. <laughs> he got it. I bought it when I was on a hockey trip in Las Vegas. I bought yes. it in the the gift shop of the hotel I was staying at. <laughs> That's where I got that. So room. I was like, yeah,
1: I that would was always there. joke, like, I've worn this. Okay. So I deserve an upgrade. Um, but, but I really, it wasn't about the ring for me as much as I joke about that. I mean, I would also say like, I've worn this ring for so long that and it heinous. means the world to me. Don't you dare.
0: Yeah, it it's cute. beautiful. It was beautiful.
1: It was it's two cute. hearts and a diamond. It's stunning. It's a, like a little cubic zirconium. Yes. It's still there. Thank you. After all these years. Um, but no, I would, I would have just continued wearing that. And I know that's maybe easy to say now because I have this beautiful thing on my hand.
0: But if you don't feel like that.
1: But if you don't feel like that, I think that's a red flag. I think it means that you. I would say it's an orange, orange flag. No, it's red for me. It's amber. Well, and I guess
0: I can't. I wouldn't say like cancel, can't break off your engagement. Break, break
1: off the if engagement. If you don't feel that
0: way, but you know what? Like, well,
1: society has just forced us yeah. to want to flaunt the financial aspect of marriage through the ring. I mean, that's what it is. It's a social status symbol. It's like if you have a fat rock on your hand, then the person you're marrying is wealthy or you're wealthy. And it's like, look at how fucking rich I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I hate it because yeah. it's not about that at all and i think as i've gotten older i have reworked my opinions of an upgrade in my head i am not someone who would do an upgrade but i oh but i understand women who would sure if yeah. you get married and you and you're didn't like, have the money at the time and you're like broke
0: college kids yes. and you're and you have this like single single diamond yes. like
1: or you did your Regular, best. You did what you, you could at that time. Yeah. And you're suddenly a millionaire and you want to get your person or your wife wants to get a fat ring. Do Who it. fucking cares? Do it. Do it.
0: Yeah. Shop together, make but it a thing. The, yeah.
1: The like forcing a man into, look, this is what I want. And you better not stray outside of that is really chuggy for me. Chuggy. Yeah. I was also, we, I'm not getting into my thoughts, but I was also thinking about like
0: the whole culture
1: of putting on fake diamonds and not wearing your actual band. And we're not going to get that's, into that. That's, new,
0: that's news to me. But anyways. Yeah. anyways. So, so you're asking me like, what next? So yeah, the ring happens. So what
1: next? Um, Case in point, I trusted him.
0: Blah, yeah, blah, he, ipso facto. Ipso facto,
1: <laughs> I trusted him. He fucking killed it. He designed the ring. You can get into all that, but yeah. like, I've always wanted him to choose what he thought was most me because no one knows me better than you know me. Yeah. Okay. Go. So what? Then? So so. so you went to your mom.
0: By the way, I went to my mom. Um, she's like, oh, I'm so happy you asked me. I have all these, um, all these stones in the they're safe. Jewish. Yeah, such my, a, that is the yeah. most Jewish thing we I've got ever all heard. these stones. I'm not going to disclose what they are, um, because I don't want anybody robbing you when you get famous on YouTube. <laughs> <There> <laughs> we were didn't few, have any
1: stones. There, there were nothing. there, were there a was few, nothing there. A few
0: stones in um in the family safe. Um, I took them to the jeweler that were
1: passed down. That from were passed your down from gran- from
0: grandmothers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and she gave she gave me three stone or four stones and. I took the stones to a ju- her jeweler. I was I kind of picked out some designs in the show in the showroom or in the in the jewelry store that I kind of liked. I was like, I kind of like like a combination of this one and that one. I like that element of this one. And then this jeweler, he designed the ring on like a CAD drawing, a 3D rendering of it. And then we and I'm like, that's fucking sweet and like made it happen. That was it um
1: okay so when was that
0: uh that was in march of 2020
1: and we get married and engaged engaged in the married the next day in october
0: yeah seven months later okay so, so I had, this is I, march i had the ring designed and designed built and in my hand march slash april that That's year so crazy to me so i had it like lock. i went went to home depot when the the ring arrived And I immediately drove to Home Depot and bought a safe.
1: This is also during COVID.
0: During COVID. So, like,
1: I'm staying there now because my work, we worked from home from mid March all the way until September, August. Yeah. So, I just basically got in the car with my cat and came down here and lived with him because he has just gotten back from Italy. He made it like literally on the last plane out of Italy, no joke. Yeah, it was wild. Um, But it allowed us to have so much personal time together and really get to know each other in a space that I don't think we would have had outside of COVID.
0: Probably not. Yeah, probably not.
1: And so I'm living with you, basically. Yeah. And he buys this safe.
0: And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's for all my (laughs) watches because I just felt this sporadic fucking need to keep my watches safe. Yeah, walk. he's like,
1: when I'm gone, I need yeah, to have my I, watches safe. Yeah, when I go safe. on my
0: deployment, I want to make sure all my watches are safe, like...
1: And I was thinking, okay, he's got a stone. I'm like, I knew he had a stone. I, honest to God, did not think we were there for the ring. I was like, well, he we probably is finding the stone. Believe it
0: or not, we were there. So so I
1: had an inkling, okay?
0: So, am I... Should I tell, like, the proposal story? Yes. Okay, so...
1: Well, talk about... Going home in April with my parents.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. At the same time, when I was home in April, when I went, um, I was home for some shit, I don't remember. I was home in April again, and that's when I talked to Arlie's mom and dad in person. Which and I didn't know. Which she didn't know. And, no. and she was, it was so funny because Arlie took Lauren, her sister, to work, or to the airport at like 6.45 in the morning on a Thursday. And I had camped outside of her neighborhood <laughs> and watched her car drive away at 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday so I could drive in and ambush her parents. They knew I was coming, but ambushed, um, ambushed her parents. And I basically talked them through my whole plan um, you got the blessing, and I got the blessing, and your dad grilled me for six straight hours. No, <laughs> no your mom, your mom was joyfully sobbing the entire time. I'm sure, and John was. Hey, you know what? Good for you, son. Good, good for you. Welcome, welcome to the family. Typical welcome to the John family. LaRue. So that was that was pretty funny. Um, I like really enjoyed that conversation. It was great. Um, and you know. Again, if you're marrying the right woman, that conversation is pretty fucking easy. Um yeah. it's it's nerve wracking for the right reasons, but it's pretty fucking easy. You don't have to like lie or uh, hopefully not. You're not Yeah, you know that's some more as, fortunate. And as, you have a good and as, relationship. And as a with man, like yeah, I had a good relationship with her with her parents anyway. Um and as a man, like that's some that's like a kind of a rite of passage for for you and, and you better fucking do it in person if you can. Um Yeah. If if you can. And Um,
1: I loved that you did that.
0: And that was important to me, and that was a big deal. So then I had the ring locked down. I had the blessing locked down. All I needed was pull it off. Okay, so. So. October. Fast forward.
1: Fast forward. Weekend of October 8th.
0: Weekend of October 8th. The details are not that important, but I had to fucking lie to Arlie to get her home (laughs) because it was important to me that I proposed in Colorado.
1: And I... Had thought maybe something, he was just being so weird about it, and I just thought that maybe you were, like, really worried about deployment and just didn't know how to tell your feelings and, like, share with me that you were scared, so I was like, he needs me there. I will be there.
0: So I called her boss, I'm like, hey, I know this is an important weekend for her at work, I need you to give her time off, so when she asks you tomorrow, be fucking surprised, don't mention me, and give her the time off because I'm going to propose, and he's like, dude, done. Done. Arlie calls me the next day. Oh, my God. My boss gave me the time off. I'm coming home this weekend. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yay. I'm so happy. So
1: then I, because I think I had done this the weekend prior, had gone to, and Zach will not care about this part of the story, but it's fucking important for my ladies, okay? (laughs) I'd gone to a nail salon to get my nails done for work. And I was working for Tennessee at the time, you know, their iconic orange I decided to get Fire flame nail art on my nails, which in theory is adorable and very cute, trendy, on point at that time, if I do say so myself. However, little did I know there was going to be a green emerald stone on my hand the following weekend and green and orange, just... They're a special combination. I'm not going to say they don't go together
0: Honestly. But
1: it wasn't what you would say would be your, like, <laughs> bridal nail. And I had, what's fucked up, what's really got me fucked up about this story is I had texted him when I was at the salon, you knowing what's coming. And I said, do I take it natural and do, like, a nude? I Quite literally, I think it was a nude. Or do I go a little crazy with it? And this um, motherfucker. Effer says, Oh, I think you should go create, do the fire, the fire You had
0: to, to preserve the lie at all costs.
1: Exactly. Preserve
0: the fucking lie. You, I fall,
1: wouldn't have known. Fall
0: on the sword. So, you anyways,
1: I go home, I fly home, right? And I have a great night with my family the night before we go out to dinner. And we're sitting there and they're like, Are you so excited tomorrow? Because Zach had planned it to me. I want to take you out on this special brunch. Brunch. At this cool-ass restaurant, I want you, the words, and I quote, I want you to dress the most Arletta you've ever dressed.
0: What else could I ask for? I take
1: that very seriously. Yeah. Okay? So my parents are like, are you excited? And I, I said, again, because I had an inkling, I said, do I need to get my nails redone? Because surely Leslie Geraldine would not have <laughs> let me. Where those nails?
0: Fucking And Gerilyn. my whole family
1: says, "No, why would you need to get your nails done?" My sister looked me dead in the face and said, "Why would you need to get your nails done?" And I'm like, "I like okay. I said,
0: preserve the fucking lie." At okay, all costs, well they at did, they
1: fucking did it for you. So
0: the the plan was, hey, get you know, look look good. We're going to brunch. I'll pick you up. Blah blah blah. I picked her up. She's dressed just how wait. I wanted. Oh wait, what? There's more to the story. What's before that?
1: My side of the story. So I get dressed in the morning. Okay. The most Arletta I've ever dressed. I wore a giant pink hat. Looks great. I wore a scarf. And today, for the days of all days, I decided, you know what? He said, dress Arletta. I'm going to paint pink eyeshadow from my eyelashes to (laughs) my eyebrows. Because I... I was going to be Arletta. Arletta wears fucking pink eyeshadow covering her entire eyelid, the iconic Arletta look. And so I did that. And I wore a white dress. Don't know why.
0: Okay, very very brutal.
1: Later, did I find out that my mother kind of like pushed me towards that? She was like, I think you should wear the white dress. And I was like, Mom, I forgot I even had that in my closet. I'll totally bring it. And my mom, I didn't even know, my mom had stayed in Knoxville a couple days with me to make sure I'd get on the fucking plane. Yes. Because my parents were there visiting and my mom was like, I'll just stay because you're flying home. I'll fly home with you to guarantee I'd get a spot on the plane because I flew standby. Yes. And little did I know your mom, my mom, that we were, they were on the phone in. coordinating. Everyone was in on this. Yeah. So my mother, I handed to you, Leslie, if you're listening to this, she deserves an Oscar. Never, ever.
0: Did she waver? Has that
1: mother. Kept her shit together in the way she kept her shit together that morning.
0: Like I said, preserve the lie. She was cool
1: as a cucumber. My sister wasn't at the house.
0: Is that going to be the title of this thing? Preserve the lie. Preserve the lie at all costs. (laughs) Protect the lie. Protect the lie. That should be it. Yeah.
1: Um, No, she was amazing. I was getting ready in her bathroom. She's asking me about my outfit, but like it was just cool. Nothing flagged me.
0: Good. Okay, now continue. So I arrive. Promptly at 9 a.m. like like I as promised. Um and I pick her up. Leslie says, Have a good day. Where are you going for brunch? Ah, it's this place in Boulder. Oh, okay, cool, awesome. Have a good day. And I was really excited for brunch. And she was excited for brunch. Can I just say? Um, so we are on the way to the the X. X marks the spot. <laughs> the X. Um what Arlie doesn't know about the X is that I landed. In Colorado the night before. This is so Zach Cohen midnight. of you. This is And psycho. I was hammered because I was traveling. <laughs> I was traveling with the ring in my pocket from Atlanta. Yeah. And in the Delta Sky Lounge, American Express, plug me. Um, <laughs> in the Sky Lounge, all of these women, I was there at the bar drinking alone, and the bartender's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm you getting depressed, little soul. I'm like, soul? yeah, I'm getting engaged tomorrow, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, let me see the ring!" And so, all the husbands are. And like you had to carry the ring on you, and I had it in my pocket the entire time I was traveling because I wasn't going to put it in my backpack. I wasn't going to put it. I, I had my hand in my pocket, touching the ring the entire <laughs> travel. So I'm I'm hung over from the flight that landed at midnight Colorado time. My dad and I drive from the airport. Dia in Denver, DIA, to the X. In Boulder. In Boulder at probably 2 o'clock in the morning.
1: Which the X is a path.
0: The X is the location where my knee touched the ground. Yes, okay, yes.
1: Specifically planned.
0: Because the photographer who I've known for a 1,000 years, she said, hey, I know this great spot in Boulder. You should use it. And I'm like, okay, I trust you. Like, let's do it. She dropped me a pin the week before, and I needed to see it. Of course. in person of course. and rehearse it before I of course. Like, uh, before I pulled the trigger figure
1: out how many steps because, it was going to take because I, I didn't i didn't
0: want to like miss it i didn't want to because she was also going to be there be a secret bird watcher take the photos in person blah 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 so i needed to really <laughs> nail this and so in the dark so in the dark it is 2:30 in the morning my and i'm hungover and my dad drove me out to boulder to do this and no i walked way. out in the dark with my little iphone flashlight i looked around and i'm like okay boom, got it. This is where we park. This is where it is. So we drive home about 3.30 in the morning. I sleep for probably three, three and a half hours, shower, shave, like throw some cold water on my face. And then I go and to pick up Arlie, <laughs> which is where the story was. It was interrupted by me. Um, we get there. So we drive there. We drive there. And I'm like, hey, you know, before brunch, we're a little bit early. Do you want to? You want to just go. I know that there's a slow spot. You want to just like go for a quick walk.
1: And here is my thing <laughs> about you.
0: And it's just a quick walk.
1: I've always known and i you've always been this person. I'm not trying to change you like I love you for it. OK, but those girlies out there who date an active man, you understand how difficult it is to find cute but comfortable shoes to be in at all time because we would go when we would go to europe i had such a hard time shout out Tivas, finding like a cute fucking sandal that i could wear because him and i he would make me walk miles miles Cl- okay kilometers. and that's kilometers. kilometers and i have made the mistake before of wearing the wrong shoes so i specifically had asked him are we doing anything else? No, we're not doing anything else. I'm like, okay. So I wore wedges. I almost, well, I wore booties. I almost wore high heels. And so we get there and he's like, do you want to walk? And I'm looking around. There's like ladies and they're spandex and they're hokas. <laughs> hokas. And their hokas and their are workout clothes because we're on this path in Boulder and it's a dirt r- like path. And I'm like, Jesus. H, I've worn the wrong shoes and the wrong dress. The dress was long. It was on the ground. Anyways, I'm in my head this whole time, like, of course this guy is
0: making me fucking walk. So we get out. We're walking. And you're like, it's not far. We're just going to walk a little bit. It's not far. Just a quick little walk. Just beautiful. Now, I will say it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. and And... My photographer and I, the week before, had planned out where she was going to stand. It was fall leaves. Was, I mean, she was in a, like I said, a fake watching outfit. It was outfit. covered in trees. It was covered, so we're walking down the path. I see her out of the corner of my eye. And what's
1: crazy is I had seen her out of the corner of my eye, too, right? Because I fucking But she didn't think anything of it. Because you didn't think anything of it. No, I did. I was like, that's her. This is a proposal. But then... This family, who had conveniently been taking photos as well, walked by, and she walked with them. And I was like, oh, okay, Arletta. There were many times in my head that day where I was like, maybe it's it, and it wasn't. Maybe it's it, and it wasn't. So I was like, maybe that's a photographer. And she went with the
0: family. So I was like, okay, it's not. We're just on a walk here. Don't be stupid, Arletta. This isn't a proposal. So then I arrived at the x
1: Yes, and I'm walking, okay? I'm ready to go on. If you've got me committed to walk, we're walking. We walked
0: for like... And we he's walked, like we walked for,
1: behind me, like walking so slow, looking around. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. You said you wanted to walk. Let's walk. We walked
0: for like 70 seconds.
1: Yes, and I'm like, At come most. on, because he stops. At the X. At the X. <laughs> and then you get down on one knee.
0: Bang, bang, boom.
1: And I'm like in photos, Yoko Ono... In my little Beatles sunglasses is what I call them. Freaking. Like hands over my mouth, truly in awe because I was like, oh my God, the lady in the trees was the photographer. Oh my God, my nails are orange fire flames.
0: And then Darcy, the photographer, you just hear like in the background. He he opens up
1: the box and I'm like, oh my God, is that mine? Is that for me? I was like, is that for me? That's not for me. Because I don't know what I'd thought, Zachary. Okay. But there's always this little fear. You want to talk about fear? About like a girl saying yes or no? There's a fear in a girl's heart that's like, that ring's going to suck. That ring sucks. And I would never think that with you. Of course. course, Obviously. Of course. Because you have taste and talent. But I did think... (laughs) But I did think... For a split second, I mean, it blew me away. Like I couldn't believe it was going to be mine. I felt it like I was truly speechless. And you were like, "Yes, of course, it's for you."
0: And then I was whatever spiel. I didn't want to rehearse something. I just wanted to say whatever felt right. And I think I did.
1: I kind of blacked out. I kind of did too. To be honest, I think you said like, "I love you so much. Will you marry me?"
0: Slam dunk. And I said, "Short and sweet."
1: Yes. And then you got up. We kissed.
0: Photo shoot. Fucking gorgeous photos, let Photo me tell shoot. you. We'll throw... She'll throw them up with the. Grill. Fucking... I will throw them up. No, we had to engage with photos on Instagram. You yes. Know, yeah. Yes,
1: please go gallivant. So then we're, we're
0: talking. Oh my God, where did you get this ring?
1: But at the same yeah. time, I'm kind of having a freak out because unbeknownst to him, I had had a dream the night before. Unbeknownst. Unbeknownst. That we got... He was... He asked me to marry him and... My parents didn't know. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is my dream. And she's like, my (laughs) parents don't know.
0: Do my parents know? I'm like, yeah, fucking everybody because I had not cried yet.
1: But I, I was like, my mom was so fucking chill about it. My family, my mom would never let me have these nails. Like, surely she doesn't fucking know. Which is just hilarious because... Now knowing everything that people knew, it was like crazy to me. But I've, I looked at him when we were in between like moving scenes with Darcy, our photographer. And I like tapped, I like pulled on him and I looked at him. I'm like, do my parents know? Yeah. And he's like, everybody knows. yes, of course your parents know. They've known for months. I was like, he was like, everybody knows. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> then it was like too perfect. It was everything I ever dreamed of and more. Mm-hmm. I was like, besides
0: myself. Um... So then... So we take pictures. So we take photos. And wadida. Darcy was,
1: like, in a fucking hurry, okay? This bitch was, like, in and out. She's yeah. like, "Got, I'll let you two be. I'll let you two be. I'm like, why? Well, you can take more no, photos. No, I like that. I like
0: that. No, No, it but...
1: Didn't she know what was coming? Yeah. So, yeah, she was trying to get the frick was, out of she there. She was
0: trying to leave before the next question yes. popped. Yes, Which was, hey, so I have another question for you. Like, okay, we that was the easy part. Um...
1: I will there's never a, there's, forget this there's conversation. A lot, there's a lot.
0: There's, you know, I have it all set up. Like, do you want to get married tomorrow?
1: Yes, but you have to say the way
0: you. you How did I say it? it to me?
1: You said, "Come here." Okay, there's more.
0: There, that's what I. Yeah,
1: I'm getting deployed,
0: which is not a surprise.
1: Which he was getting deployed the next month, and I would hate to have something happen to me. Although nothing was going to happen, no, but like, I mean, this just adds to the romance, like fucking tearjerker. And I would hate for something to happen to me and you not be taken care of for everything I've worked hard for. And, and I,
0: and like when you're on deployment, you get like some pretty good, like monetary benefits, yes. which you can share with only a legal partner. Yeah. Um, and we and, wanted, and
1: we looked at it as like a down payment for our future wedding.
0: Yeah so
1: and I but just more than the money you saying that to me I was like holy shit this man is like that is a husband move that's not a boyfriend move okay <laughs> or a fiance move and that was a, and <laughs> for you to be my fiance one minute and then for you to say that to me and then follow up with
0: like let's get married tomorrow yes yeah. but you
1: said my I want to know if you want To marry me tomorrow. Your mom and your sister have a dress.
0: So we so I we already have your dress. They picked it out. We have the venue.
1: We have the venue.
0: Um, In an hour and a half, we have an appointment to pick up our marriage certificate and license. <laughs> yeah. And then in three hours from now, we have a meeting with the judge who's going to officiate our wedding. Yeah. Um, we have a, an engagement party scheduled for this evening. Yeah. To talk it over with everybody and yes. hammer out the logistics. Yes. You have, until we get to the marriage license location, which is the Weld County uh, courthouse, I think, and... And she, without even hesitating, is like, yep, let's do it.
1: Because. Let's do it. Let me just say. Let's do it. A man presents you with that much pre-planning. I was, and to know, if you know me, you know how hopeless romantic I am. I mean, this was like, this whole thing, you and I's whole relationship, without getting cheesy about it, has been just the most exceptional thing of my entire life. And I. From the very beginning to the marriage, it was just like jaw-dropping, holy fuck, I love this man, and yet, hell yeah, I'm gonna get married to that.
0: So, um, I, when I yeah. asked, when I asked your Take parents, me when I asked ma- your parents, I told you I'd marry you yesterday, let's go. <laughs> when my, when my parents, or when your parents, when I talked to them, I told them about this entire plan, and they were like, ooh, well, okay. Cool. I mean, she's obviously gonna get say yes to the engagement, but um, your dad was like, hmm, let's see what she says.
1: Yeah, my dad didn't think I would say yes. He didn't
0: think you wouldn't, but I'm like, hey, I'm. He was surprised. I said, I am, I am okay, and I am fine if she like doesn't want to do that. I I understand. But that.
1: you said to me, and you truly meant it, and I could tell. You said you do not have to say yes. Like, please do not feel pressure.
0: Because for me, like I, in the last five years that I've been in the army, I've been seeing people get married like this. So this is not like weird to me.
1: Well, no. And also you were like, and you did say this, you were like, I've been sitting on this for five months. Like I've been feeling this way for five months. So So you can take the next couple hours. You were like, we can go to lunch and you can think it over. Like you have time. Yeah. And I was like, no, let's do it now. Let's
0: do it. So we go to the, we go to the, Wait, oh no. shit, I'm sorry. So then
1: of course, like the fucking foodie I am, I'm like, all right, so where's this brunch you were talking about?
0: Brunch was not planned.
1: And Zach's like, no, actually I, re- I really don't have brunch. Plans. We
0: have no, we had no food plans only like, because I didn't you know, I didn't kidding know me? really how long this adventure was going to take. I know, and I but know... I didn't
1: eat. So I'm like dying. At I this hadn't point. eaten
0: either, but we, where do we, uh, the So tea- we
1: called your sister and your sister was like, go to the Boulder Tea House. The tea and house. And I have yeah, always yeah. in That's my life, I have called. always wanted to go to the Boulder Tea House. I'd never been there. I was like, oh my God, this is the most perfect thing. I'm like, surely they won't have a spot. And we get a spot. there, they had a spot awesome. in the center. Uh, in the big room and we were in the corner and I was drinking tea with my new rock on my hand (laughs) in a fucking tea hat. It was the most, when I say this story is one of the most like well-preserved 48 hours of my life. I mean that so deeply. I was living, I was living. I obviously called the people that I wanted to call and tell them like, I'm engaged. But I decided when you asked me, I was like, you know what? When will I ever get this time again? I never will in my no. life. And I have been thinking about this my whole life. And I wanted to just have it be you and me. Yeah. And my our family. And what's crazy is I've always been torn. I've always been torn between having a small, very, very intimate wedding and a big wedding. Because I love people and I want to celebrate our love with our friends and family. However... I never had the balls or the heart, I should say, to tell the people that I love, hey, I actually just want to do this with with just my family. So it was the perfect catch-22 for me because I can have both. Yeah. Because I also said, okay, if we do this, can we also get married? And absolutely. And you were like, yeah, absolutely. This is just for right now. Yeah. Before I get deployed. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go... To Boulder Tea House, we eat. We leave. We go to the courthouse,
0: and we paid thirty dollars in cash. And we got a wedding or marriage license. We sign our marriage license like six minutes. Yes, and we signed it there, which was easy. Well, we didn't sign it there. No, I mean they just printed it. Yeah, they printed it for us and then certified it there. Yes, and then
1: we went and met with
0: Herbert, Herbert the Love Judge,
1: which is hilarious. About this because it was the most Jewish thing I've ever done. We met him in a Jewish deli. The New York deli. The New York deli. In in Denver. In Denver. And Zach and I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. And if you've seen that show, he is
0: Larry David. He is
1: literally Larry David's twin. And so I'm chuckling this entire time because I couldn't get it out of my it head. It was
0: just so epic, and he took it so seriously. And he had all. He had I his, love him for that. He had his notes. He was all business. He'll be there at our wedding, and he'll be there at our at our wedding our part two. S- yes, um, wedding part two, which is awesome. And and we don't really have to go. I know we have questions to answer. Um, well, no, this is.
1: gonna I think this might be a part one and part two episode.
0: Oh, okay. I don't want to rush us. Oh, okay. Then no worries. Then so we the the. Conversation with the judge happened. It was, it was, I loved it. It was very matter of fact. It was very business. He is so epic. And then, um, because he wants, I mean, he, he wanted, wanted to
1: get to know us. He had he never wanted met to make, me. He
0: had never met. Me, he knew. He us. only knew me like by name, but had no idea who we really were.
1: He was. Uh, he worked with Zach's grandfather in. Yeah, the, when
0: my grandfather was a lawyer in Denver, he was a judge yeah. that presided over a ton of his cases. Yeah. So, so he
1: truly is a judge. We're not just saying like no, love he, judge.
0: He calls himself the Love Judge because yeah. it's a play on on his actual like day job, and um, he's done
1: so many marriages. And
0: he calls it. And he calls himself the Love Judge because he's a real judge.
1: He had been officiating marriages for twenty years. Has been married for like 60. He'd
0: been married for I think 58 or 59 or something like that. Yeah, no joke. So, Um, yeah, so, and then after that, we just went to the engagement. Yeah, to my house. And
1: it was his family and mine. We're
0: already there with food and everything. Immediate family. I'm
1: talking like just our core, like his parents, his sister, and his sister's boyfriend, Garrett. And then Me, my parents, Avi, my sister, and her boyfriend, Mark. And I'm so glad that they both got to be there. Yeah. And we just celebrated. We had Vuv and my favorite champagne, and we ate Italian. And they told me what the next 24 hours was going to be looking like. And at the end of the night, I was like, Zachary, go home with your family. We are keeping this traditional. And he was like, what? What are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, you're not actually, you're not serious. I was serious. I'm like, if I'm doing this, come on, come on. You're not seeing me till I walk down the aisle tomorrow. Goodbye.
0: And so we did. And
1: so we did. And the next morning, I woke up, and I went first thing. I went to a nail appointment with my sister and my mom. And on the car ride there, I had a Starbucks drink that said "bride" on it. I found my wedding songs, what I wanted to walk down the aisle yeah. to, and what we wanted to dance to, and I just had the most incredible morning. Like, it was just my sister and my mom.
0: Okay, so I woke up, I had two breakfast burritos. I cannot stand men. I watched um, about a period and a half of an avalanche hockey game that I missed the night before. Um, I forgot my tie in Columbus, so I went and bought one at Men's <laughs> Warehouse. Um, and then I went on a bike ride with my dad and went for a run. And then I was, uh, and then by that time it was time to get dressed. I
1: hate you. That was
0: my morning. It was fucking awesome. It was the best thing ever. I got ready with my
1: sister in the hotel. (laughs) Zach's sister came down. Zach's mom came down. And just got ready.
0: The hotel, because the venue was on the rooftop oh, of the yeah, hotel. So
1: we we had...
0: So she had like a little suite.
1: Yep. Or we, we had a suite.
0: That was yeah, the, we yeah, yeah, we did. We had yeah, a suite. Yeah, because we were yeah. going to
1: stay there that night, which yeah. was really nice and just planned perfectly. But we got married on the rooftop of a hotel in Cherry Creek.
0: Yeah, the Jacquard. The
1: Jacquard. And at this hotel, remember this is COVID also, so... No one in my life knows. No one in Zach's life knows. His grandparents who live in Cherry Creek were able to come, thank God. Because they could
0: walk across the street. Because they could walk across
1: the street. And they were also, we were remaining six feet. They wanted to, like, stay distance
0: before vaccinations. Totally. Um,
1: So we were just elated to even have them there. Because they were really, at that time, like, I mean, everyone was concerned about COVID. So they were like, we are at risk people um will be in the back and will wear masks and like we'll and just they were, be yeah. here for the ceremony yeah, were, and I, yeah. I so appreciate them for coming um and having them there but i got ready in the hotel room zach showed up at the hotel whenever his white shirt didn't fit him so that was a whole fiasco, yeah, it was a whole fiasco. um i was just getting ready like with my sister playing good music we took some polaroids and my dad came down and part of the jacquard there was this little side patio that was perfect for the size of people we had and it was separate from the pool area and my favorite thing is my dad comes down we're getting ready there was this little back uh stairwell that he was going to take me up that could get me directly to the uh rooftop and he said I've got some good news and I've got some bad news what do you want first I said, give me the bad news. Always the bad news first. He said, there's an entire pool full of people that are about to watch you get married. Oh, and say it was full. N- Zachary. There were
0: like 12 people there.
1: No, no. 12. No, it was a lot of people. 60 at most. It's a lot of people. You can hear them. It There's a lot of people. And I said, okay, well, what's the good news? He was like, it's freaking beautiful outside. I was like, okay, let's do this. So I go up the the stairs with my dad, like one of the most surreal moments because you go from just being engaged and like, oh my God, I'm going to be a bride. And the traditional sense of waiting, you know, a year to get married and planning it all out and like the hype building up to it. And then to walk up the stairs with my dad and to be there with him and to just have that moment of like, wow, I'm really doing this was so cool.
0: That was cool
1: and then the doors open one door it was a it was the door
0: to the stairwell it was an emergency exit door
1: emergency exit door opens and my aisle was about five seconds so we got like five seconds into our song
0: perfect what, um, what more do you need
1: and it was can't help falling in love by Elvis but it was a cover cover by I don't know I will I don't know link it we'll figure I, it out yeah, yeah I'll post it but it was so beautiful and I've always wanted that song, like envisioned it in my head from literally since you I was 11. And got six seconds of it. And I got six <laughs> seconds of it. And we had our ceremony. And our ceremony was short and sweet.
0: And then we had little hors d'oeuvres we and shit after We had hors d'oeuvres afterwards. and drinks after. Hung out.
1: Hung out. We danced. Smoked
0: cigars.
1: We smoked cigars. And then you and I went back to the room and I, ugly girl, cried into a burger.
0: We ordered we ordered room service. I
1: literally hyperventilated crying. She was, I was she, so happy. She had
0: a burger in her hand. For the people watching this, she had like a burger in her hand like this. And she was like, Oh my God! <laughs> and, she, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there like... This okay. Lady's well. Crazy. And well, you have to understand, like, I had been thinking about this day for months. So I'm like, okay, perfect. This is exactly how I thought it was gonna go. And she had gone from like sitting on an airplane, like not having any fucking clue to being married, like <laughs> two days later. So I can understand the. I was works. just yeah. so
1: happy. Yeah, I was, was so awesome. happy. It was the happiest moment of my life. I was like, I cannot believe this happened to me. And I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't talking to people. I wasn't on social media. I was so detached and really took it in. And it is some of the most, again, blessed, like, 48 hours of my life. Was awesome. And we got in the car the next morning, and you drove me to the airport, and I went back to work like nothing ever happened.
0: Yep. Just
1: like that. Which now, looking back on it, I'm so grateful for, because it was such a preserved amount of happiness. I My work-life balance was shit. I was not happy. I was depressed. I... When the times got dark and they got really dark after that, I had you and I had our marriage. Locked in. And that was something no one knew about. And it was this little secret that kept me going, honestly. Yeah. And I just it. And for it. the,
0: yeah, I guess that was, that's kind that's, and that's where the timeline ends. But I think the thing, the one thing I wanted to say about that is, or um, or really two things. One, we keep saying it was like a secret. We kept it a secret because when I pitched it to her, I'm like, I wanted to preserve the specialness of the big wedding, the yeah. the after COVID wedding. And also I didn't want people's like if you tell one person, does another person do they get their feelings hurt? Or does, you know, family member X freak out that you didn't tell him or her? So I, I'm like, let's just keep this a secret. If you want to tell, like you could tell whoever the fuck you want. For me, like I told my friends at work and they're like, dude, sweet.
1: Because you guys see that every because
0: day. Because we see that every day, and it doesn't matter to me. So, like, it, it's no difference to me and my friends. But for for Arlie's friends, and this is a this is a very um, uh, non-traditional elopement, intentional, non-traditional elopement, um, that may or may not have gone over well with some people. And it was kind of not more... It was more about just, like, preserving the specialness of the... I just felt the, like yeah. I
1: had some really good girlfriends, my best friends who are my bridesmaids yeah. who lived in Colorado. And I felt like there was no way I could have told them and also been like, Hey, but don't come again. Yeah. Like what I said, I, I've yeah. always struggled with wanting to have a small wedding and a big wedding, yeah. but I couldn't bring in my heart of hearts to say, I don't want you there. Yeah. Cause it's not true. I did, but he knew that. And my family knew that. And so we said, why don't we just
0: not say anything.
1: Not say anything. Yeah. And you guys can have your actual wedding that you want post-COVID. Because this was also during COVID. I mean, we didn't know what the next fucking five months, year looked yeah. like. So we didn't even know when we got engaged when a actual gathering could even happen yeah. again at the size but of we But we, wanted. again,
0: like, won the secret I already commented on. And then I think Arlie has something to say about this next thing I'm going to say. But... Um, whenever we tell people this story, I actually, we get more positive reactions than we, I think we do otherwise People like, Oh my God, like, I think more people should do that. Oh yeah. Because. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, I think, and the reason that is, is because (laughs) I think you see, and I don't, I don't have any actual examples of this, but you hear about people who stay engaged for three, four, five, six years, long, long engagements, long engagements.
1: Which I don't mind longing. Is, I don't mind, like, two years engagement, you know what, which that's, is technically what we're rocking now. You know right what?
0: That's, that's fine. You know, like, be engaged for a couple of years, like, whatever. But, like, in theory, you're, you're proposing...
1: No, I think this is what everyone should do. I this is what everyone that.
0: should do. If you are actually serious. And you don't know if and you're, you're really serious And, and your And your proposal proposed. means something. Yeah. Get married the next day.
1: Fuck yeah. At least on paper. Like At legally. least on paper. Get that going because let me tell you, I will say before we get into <laughs> questions, that has also been so nice. We've spent the last two years, or really year, I yeah. will say, getting all of my legal papers together. So it's not like we got married. And then we're moving in together. We're figuring out our lives together and doing the papers. And no, we have been married for 18 months. We've been planning our wedding for the last year. Two weeks later,
0: we're on the phone with USA joining our bank accounts. Yes. It's so nice. Like,
1: I will (laughs) truly say that if you are someone who, even if you're like, I want to have a big wedding, but you know you want to get married tomorrow, do it. Just do it on yeah, paper because then it. you can start, you know, dealing with your financials. Because you then can start getting your passport, your ID yeah, you can, and you can yeah. take your time. There's yeah. no rush in it. There's not like, cause I know people who put it off so long just because it's like so many hoops to go through Yeah, and it's been so nice just getting that out of the way.
0: Yeah. And we got our new social security card, new yeah. driver's license. Yeah. Got the passport in today. Yes. um, And that's, I think we're done. Yeah, I guess we're that's legally it. Um, but like now, like we're just like married and we're just, yeah. and we're planning this like cool celebration with all of our friends family. Yeah, and family. And I don't, been so nice. and then like after that happens, we don't literally don't have to worry about anything.
1: No. And the stress of like yeah. the actual marriage is over. Yeah. And there's no, there wasn't stress around it, but I mean, I think like the buildup yeah, and the like, the marriage. oh my God, the wedding has to be so freaking perfect.
0: So there, it's there's, happened. There's literally no pressure, and like no, it's, it's just it's, it's so nice. I mean, it's built. It's kind of like
1: it's for those so of you nice. who will be
0: in attendance. It models like a a mix between like a vow renewal, like yeah. a cold vow renewal, and yeah. a full blown wedding. I'd yeah. say it's a blend between the two. We em- wanted emph- to emphasis on the partying, entertainment, and just like bring party. people together because we couldn't do that before.
1: Yeah, and I I kind of touched on this on one of my last episodes, like. I am someone who I take being in person and like interpersonal relationships and communication very seriously. And it matters a lot to me. So I didn't want this amazing milestone to happen and go by and not have the people that I love there. Whoa. Love there to celebrate um, and celebrate us because it is something that is so meaningful to me. And I am so excited to do it again and have this like ode to our marriage and our first wedding because that's really when people ask like oh what's the date you're going to celebrate as your oh, it's as your anniversary ten ten twenty it's ten ten twenty yeah for I sure mean, the ten eight
0: twenty two
1: mm-hmm.
0: is just going to be like a cool day yeah um that's really it yeah I don't even. I mean, it's literally a party. Like there's yeah. a, there's no like legalities behind it. It's no. always a party. So ten ten twenty. That's that's the legit day. Yeah, that's that, that's the anniversary. And um, it's just
1: it's I just it was so cool.
0: I mean the story is pretty spectacular. And I just yeah, like, it you,
1: is. And I love what's you so it. Fun,
0: your dad and I like shared a pretty good moment. Um, after the wedding, it was at the actual wedding in twenty twenty. We um. You guys like went somewhere and it was me and your dad sitting outside the hotel and he and I were smoking a cigar together and um, in a very candid and emotional moment out of your dad, which, you know, I mean, he's sarcastic 24 seven and he's stoic and super traditional. He was like, he said, he said, you know what? Wasn't that something special? He said, that was, that was fricking incredible. He said, that was, that was the coolest, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, And he was dead serious. And he's like, I think that was, he's like, I think more people should do that. That was stellar. I would, I, you know, I wish I had done that with in my wedding. And he was just like, really, really spilling, spilling his guts to me. And I was like, we were sitting there smoking a cigar. That was probably like other than the actual act of getting married and I just cried like a fucking baby <laughs> for five straight minutes when we were up on that rooftop. Um that was probably like I will never forget, I will never forget that moment with your dad. Um that was really that was a really special moment for me cuz I mean, yeah. you know your dad. You, yeah. you know your dad. He's like he's like this. Like and for the people listening, I'm just moving my hand in a straight path <laughs> because
1: even keel, yeah,
0: even keel. Um, and so that was that was really really um something yeah. special to me. Wow. So, um, and then that was that was the, those were the last two things I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about the secret, and I want to talk about like getting married tomorrow. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I definitely agree with you. I think. More people should do it. I think nothing says nothing forces you to really be like, do you actually mean yes? Yeah. And then getting married the next day.
0: I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, the show Love is Blind. Totally. I think there's a lot to be said about that. No,
1: there is. And I would I, I go think... on that
0: show? Fucking no, I would not. Um <laughs> But uh yeah, I think I think that'd be that'd be great. Um is there anything anything else you want to you want to end with?
1: No, I mean, I we I now want to answer a few questions. I I don't have many, but I do have some good ones. Let's do it. Um okay, so what does being intentional look like in this current season for you too? Um I'll
0: go first. In this season. What the fuck does that mean? Just like what is being intentional about? No, I
1: think Being intentional could change throughout the years. Like, what does it mean right now for what we're going through right now? Okay.
0: Um, Being intentional is to me right now. And I think I said this on the last podcast episode that we did. um, It's not like you just you get to just like get married and that's like it. That's like that's the easiest part, you know, and it like you have. Then this is like my favorite phrase to reuse and be to death. But like you actually have to like intentionally choose to be a husband every day damn yeah you don't get to just like sit fucking sit there and just let the relationship just exist off in the distance you have to be involved you have to be active in it you have to be um deliberately making decisions and choices that better you and your relationship um and you need to be involved in what your your partner is doing and not just like riding in parallel along with with whatever their lives are. You need to be, like, on the same path, walking together, not walking on two different paths in parallel. Um, And and I think a step we took this year, which I think has helped, um, is at the beginning of the year, we wrote down, like, um, New Year's resolutions, but they were, like, relationship... They were... We each had personal resolutions, and then we had, like, relationship resolutions. Um, And I think... Like, just, I don't, we actually, we should probably, like, revisit those relatively soon. Um, yeah. Just because we haven't looked at them in, like, I'd say a month or so. Yeah. Um, But, one, they help keep each other, we keep each other accountable with our own personal resolutions, but also our, like, our team resolutions of, like, hey, we, let's, I mean, we have no problem doing this, but, like, hey, let's, we need to actually, like, go on a date, like, get dressed up every so often. We need to, like, once a month go on vacate, like, escape and go on vacation somewhere for at least a fucking day. Um, we need to, like... We wanted to exercise more together. We wanted to, like, be out outside more together. We wanted to do stuff like this more. Um, you And then you had business resolutions. I had, like, personal goal resolutions. And um, that was a way that we've done it intentionally. And I imagine that we'll be doing that, hopefully, for forever, because I like doing that. It was yeah. good. Yeah. I
1: mean, I think... You touched on a couple things. The first thing that you touched on for me is that once I got married, I realized or I guess I didn't realize, but it just solidified for me the reality of you don't just get married and then the man is the husband. You don't just get married and then you're you're a wife. There's like things leading up to that that if you don't have that core trust and love and respect in your relationship as boyfriend and girlfriend you will you sure as fuck will not carry that over into your marriage it's not. not like a sudden switch goes off and i think that's also one of the things i've been most grateful for you for is you just were already there you know, you were already yeah. such an amazing husband I mean, not- <laughs> when you weren't a husband. And that is, that's such a testimonial to you and the type of partner that you are. But also it was a realization for me of that truth. Like you can't change someone. And if I know a lot of people use life milestones to think that someone in their life's going to change, like once we get married, he'll be different. Once we have kids, he'll be different. No, that's not true. And it's just yeah. not true. And it's, I think you definitely need to look at your relationship a lot more serious than you probably are. Yeah, because it nothing changes in it. Truly, you and I are the same that we that we were when we were dating. Yeah, I
0: mean, when, give or take the work we've put in being married. Yeah, when when people are like, "How does it feel being married?" I was like, um my like stupid boy response. I'm like, ah, it kind of feels the same.
1: Yeah, it feels the same. It feels kind of
0: the same. I and mean, I.
1: In a good way, though. Yeah. Because you and I have always, I think, kind of honored each other. Yeah. It's not like,
0: holy shit, holy shit, we're married now. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh my God, we're married now. It's like, no, like,
1: there's already bars that you have set and there's already expectations that I have. And you know that. Yeah. And you just constantly meet those and exceed those. And I think that's really important. And then you also touched on the idea of, Oh, don't lose it! I had it.
0: Putting your relationship under a microscope together is what you were thinking. No, oh,
1: that's not what I was thinking. I was gonna say about what were you talking about towards the end?
0: Give me a recap. The fucking resolutions. Yes. Okay. Okay, The resolutions. Yeah.
1: You and I work on our relationship too. Yeah. It's not just very meta. It's very meta. (laughs) Um, It's not just like you get married and you're good and you keep it pushing. It's there is a sense of like, okay, we're married now. What? Because for me and I know for you, like, marriage is a a true like sanctity in our lives. It's very special to us, and we mean. I think we're very intentional about our marriage and we know that it takes work. And so when people say like, oh, marriage takes work, I don't think you really realize that until you're in it. Yeah. What that truly means for you, because it's different for every relationship, but for you and I, we know we love, like we are each other's reset. Like when, when I would fly to Europe, I was getting away from my everyday life. And when I would fly and come see you and we would go somewhere, you were getting away from your everyday life. And so you and I created this very safe building block of like, okay, this, we reset together. So we love going out and eating. Like we love to dine together. We love to travel together. And we love to just do things that really mellow us out because both you and I, our lives are so hectic outside of it. And so like when you come home after a long day or- This apartment is our space where we recharge. We know we need to go out and date each other. We know that we need to go on little getaways. That's just you and I know that about our relationship. And every relationship has its thing. So it's just making sure that those things that you have together are constantly being nurtured because it's not like you just stop dating when you're married, you know? I'm like... I really think that is such a big thing. You do not stop dating. Luckily, you and I have it as like a pillar and, and we, we both love anyway. to go yeah. out and <laughs> eat. It's something we love, like I was saying, but it's so true in relationships. It's important that you make me feel like I'm still special and we still get dressed up together and we still go out and have a good time and that's so important. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a good answer. Long- Long short answer. Long short answer. Long short let's, answer, let's but next. it was good. Well, no, I have to answer.
0: Oh my god, was that not your answer?
1: No, I was touching based on what you said. Jesus, well, I'm let's, sorry. Let's get
0: your answer then. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh my god.
1: Uh, being what is your answer? And how, like? I guess that's yeah, it's my answer. I, I didn't.
0: I didn't want to like. No, r- it's r- my enough. answer. It, yeah, well, that was. I thought that was your answer. I mean, it, it was, was
1: my answer, but I was saying you're touching on. I was touching on your points. Oh. Okay. It was my answer.
0: Okay, I love you. I didn't mean to stop on. Your no, heads.
1: mainly like work on your relationship. Yeah. Don't ever stop. Like, yeah. we use New Year's as our like reason to have resolutions, but by no means does that need to be the case. Yeah, I do, mean,
0: do it fucking right now.
1: You need to have like a a monthly audit, honestly, yeah. of like, are you happy? Am I happy? What aren't you happy in? Being able to create a space between each other where yeah. I'm not attacking you when I'm being honest, and you're not attacking me. Cause that's the thing I think relationships can be really feisty because in order to be honest, for some reason you have to come at someone's ego and I am never trying to be mean or inadvertently push your button. For some reason I was listening, I read kind of told you this, but I was listening to a good podcast with Dr. Phil and his wife and they were asked on the podcast, they were on the skinny confidential shocker or a lot of, I love them. Um, but They were asked, like, what makes your marriage so successful? And one of the things that his wife says is there are specific things that he told me. Do not push. Like, these buttons are lines for me that I can't handle when you cross them. And so she's like, I could attack him or say he's like my dad. That was one thing for Dr. Phil. Like, don't tell me I'm like your dad. I don't know what fucking thing that is to unpack. That's a a
0: thing. Um,
1: Because for me, that's a compliment. Dr.
0: Phil's got daddy issues.
1: No, he does. He totally does. But anyways, she's like, I could do that, but I know my husband and I know that that would do nothing good for him. So I don't. And there's, I think you got to take the pettiness out of relationships that you may or may not have had prior to your marriage because that kind of petty won't last.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, moving on. You kind of already talked about this. How do you know when it's the one? For me, I just knew. I just knew. I just knew. Literally, I knew the moment that you were back in my life, if I was going to let you back in my life, you were never going
0: to leave it. I knew that I just when knew that. Arlie missed a flight, got a train canceled.
1: I'm so glad a, that that's bus, it for you because that was hell for me. Well,
0: she went through fucking hell and showed up at my doorstep in Italy. And we were literally not even a, a an item. We were literally just friends, air quotes.
1: Ladies, go, go the extra mile. Yeah, go the
0: extra mile. We we're really just friends. And I was like, any other girl would have lost her fucking mind. And what did I reward her with? An, a, uh, an, an apartment on Lake Como without air conditioning in the middle of the summer. <laughs> did she say a single fucking thing? No, she didn't. No, I Not didn't. A thing. And that is a very small thing. But that was just emblematic of her character and, like, the woman that she is. Um, I love you. I love you, baby. And, she, and I was like, wow, I fucked up, like, a lot of that. And she's just here to roll with it. And I'm, like, not a very roll with it kind of guy. And she just rolled with it. And I really... And that was, like, awesome. That was a massive, like, bonus fucking points. That was, like, wife points, for sure. I knew... I wouldn't say that, that's, that's like a, that's like, if you had to point to like a moment. That was a good one. That was a fucking good one. Yeah, that was a good one.
1: For me, I just knew there were certain things that like, I had certain boxes that needed to be checked. One of the boxes was because I love to travel and he loves to travel. You need to be able to travel together, mainly because you need to see the person that you're marrying at their worst. And when I say at their worst, I mean at their hungriest, their ti- their most tired. They're most run down. I wanted to make sure that even when you were like literally had it up to here with everything <laughs> that you weren't going to take it out on me. If I was the one doing those things for you, like, OK, that's a different story. But we had spent this whole day walking around Lake Como. I can't remember if we've told the story before. But long story short, we couldn't find the beach we were trying to go to. And we ended leave up walking... It, leave, it up, leave
0: it up to me to not find the beach. Hours. On a lake.
1: It was a secret, like, local spot. Yeah. So it wasn't on a map. And we walked for hours. And we were tired. We were hungry. Our feet hurt. It was fucking hot. It was blistering. And not once did he s- make a snarky remark at me. Not once did he snap at me. Not once was he like, can you just shut up? I'm trying to figure it out. I mean... He was so kind to me and I was like, I could do anything with this kid. I, I could mean, I was go through anything pissed. with this kid. I
0: couldn't find a no, you damn were so piece. mad and it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Because he was yeah, also was-
1: like rocking some fucking short shorts, like just it was a look. the most European look I've ever seen. It was a look. Trampsing around. Trampsing. Running around like Como. But yeah, truly. Okay. Money and savings. Ugh. I don't know if I want to get too into this, um, also for time's sake, but I do want to say this. I think if you are not having joint bank accounts...
0: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say if you're not having joint bank accounts, then fuck you. That's a little aggressive, but like...
1: There's something Unless there.
0: you are a literal gajillionaire... Yeah, and unless you,
1: you got some serious money where, like, we understand. Pre- and you
0: need, like, a prenup yes. to, like... Take care of your family and your livelihood, yeah, and like your assets. God God forbid something yeah, happens, yes, then you know what fine then then you and I are not the same um, No. then fuck me however um however for for normal humans like my wife and I, having a joint bank account is very important because like. We, I feel we feel mutually responsible for each other's like financial success.
1: Totally, and it's a teammate situation. And
0: like when she goes out, team. when she goes out and spends money on things, like she makes money at her job, I make money in mine. There is not ever a moment, even though some of your pillow spending habits like might drive me up the fucking wall sometimes. Don't
1: comfort my pillows.
0: They're very nice. They're beautiful. They're very beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There is never a moment where I'm like, hey, I make. I make two thirds of the money in our bank account and you make one third or you made this amount of money this month and I made that amount of money this month. I.E. you shouldn't be buying this shit because that's my money. It's not my money. It's a weird It's it's, it's our. It's it's our money. Yeah. Because I asked you to marry me. And like with that comes like you are conceding, you are compromising what you once thought was your money To, like, to your wife, but the betterment of
1: your family. I mean, it's it's not just our money; it's our future kids' money. It's not just your. It's not just what I'm doing. In the same way that, like, the way you spend. I mean, everything when you get married changes. And if it doesn't, either you were doing the right things before you got married, and you were already down this path, or you're not living in in my Humble opinion the way that I think a marriage operates and needs to operate to be successful. It is, there's nothing in my life that's mine but not yours. I mean, don't touch my fucking toothbrush. There are things like literally, don't you dare mess with any of my makeup
0: Mm. because that's the personal personal product. That is the first thing I want to mess with. (laughs) So I'm glad you clarified that. Or
1: your toothbrush. But there again, there is I think people who people who live separate lives financially live separate lives Elsewhere. in other ways as well. Yes. And that is to me not the reason you should get married. I don't think honestly you should have gotten married if you're not prepared to share absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, and become one, I even, truly. I don't in even the, think
0: that's a hot take at me. That's not even a hot take.
1: Yeah, but I know a lot of people disagree with that opinion. Well, And I don't care. Give me a call. Give me a fucking challenge.
0: FaceTime me. I challenge you to a duel. One-on-one duel me. (laughs) A brain duel me. But that's what I'll
1: say about money is I think money's a scary place because, or it can go to a scary place because people use money for control. Mm -hmm. People use money to hide things, you know? Um, And it seems so (coughs) ass-backwards to me, the couples that I have known in their life by the way have never worked out my mother says this she doesn't know a couple to date exceeding famous people okay obviously she doesn't fucking know them but personally know <laughs> anyone who's had jo- uh, separate bank accounts that has worked so yeah. um and yeah that's pretty much it with questions cool so god this story is my literal favorite thing to tell And I'm so glad that you came on. And I know this has been a long one, but probably my favorite podcast episode I've filmed. I love you. And I love you. so much fun. And thank you for being such an amazing example.
0: For just men who don't know the fuck's going For just going on. men who
1: need to get their shit together. God, and I know men, it's not my men.
0: men I know it's together. not the men who listen to my
1: podcast because these are upstanding men.
0: Those men. These men got their shit together. Those men are trying to get their shit together. But the
1: is... ones who don't, the ones who <laughs> need this podcast and need Jesus, uh, <laughs> uh, need to do some serious soul searching. I'm serious. And take some notes from you.
0: I love you. I love you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. As always, like, subscribe, leave a fucking comment, okay? I'm over asking if, and no one doing it.
0: If it's not for her, it's for me.
1: Yeah, if it's do not it for me. me. Do
0: it for me this episode. Do
1: it for him, okay? Do it for it. God damn it. Um, and seriously, follow at Stay Open Podcast on Instagram, at Arletta Argyle on Instagram, at Arletta Argyle on Techie Talk. And I will see you next week, my
0: lovely beings. Ciao. Yeah. What'd you think, baby? Dude, that was so good. Okay, be careful of the glass. Be careful. Was of the that glass. not so good? What do you think? You're the expert.
1: No, I think that's so good. I long. went that one really
0: well.